Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Shirt Show! All right! Episode 137 of Shirt Show! We're talking with Ellen from PPAI in Texas. What is this bullshit? I just flew back to, you know, I know this is special. And so flew back, flew to, the back office. to the Kong real quick. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? Um, I'm playing injured. I'm playing injured, Dilly. Good boy. Um, you've done that before. Mm. You know what it's like. Mm-hmm. How's it feeling? <laughs> a handsome devil. Yeah, there's two of me if you want. Like, it's yeah. up to you. <laughs> yeah, the the <laughs> one I'm looking at right now looks like he's got a little more sun than the one behind you. A little bit, but man, my back is fucked. I don't know, I did it again. It's just... Tell Joanne to take it easy, jeez. I know, I, I, keep, I keep, keep saying that. Dude, Vegas. I know. Well, we also, I feel like we haven't done this in forever because we recorded a shitload in December. So you could go on this beautiful vacation. Yeah. And it was weird sitting in this chair and pulling my microphone over. And I was like, what do I even do? What is life? <laughs> Somebody called me the other day and they're like, hey, you know, uh, that episode that just came out, you said something, da, da, da. And I was like, I have no idea what I yeah. said. That I we, we recorded that a month ago. Um, you're going to have to go back and listen to it or I am or whatever and, and call you back or something. Yeah. So I don't remember. I, I just don't remember any of it. You know, it was a blur. Guess what? I'm standing right now. I know I can tell. Cause that hurts less. That's true. <laughs> I know. I know your pain. I have to go get, you told me to get some a leave, right? That's what you, you take like 20 a day. Yeah, I take like 25 a leave a day. You're only supposed to take one, but I just <laughs> right. I just chug the bottle every so often. You swing. I mean, you, you do what you got to do, you know. This is what I'm 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 in the game right now on painkillers. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. Like I'm I by the way, you know, I started this trip with 80 a bottle of 80 Advil and they're gone. Like mm-hmm. I've taken 80 Advil. <laughs> Those are gone. Now I'm on to, uh, I stole some of Joanne's and then I've got these. Hold on. It's so weird when you walk away. <laughs> it looks so creepy. Ooh, that's cool. That that's nice. what I mean. <laughs> Pick his nose. You cried crawl in his mouth. He kept walking. I can't see. A little Target brand. Nice. I have those too. Yeah. Are those the ones that are like, they look like cartoon pills where it's like blue on one side and. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I have the same Exactly. Ones. See this? Because they're kind of instant fast acting. Yeah. Or whatever. They look like cartoons. Oh, my God. They disappear also. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christina said that we should have a segment called, you ready? Andy's ailments. <laughs> I was going to say both of us. You could say broke as fuck. <laughs> I know. Totally. Um, but I want to, I think you do too. We need to shout out TC. Or, or I like, I think mm-hmm. we should call, I think AKA like Mr. Vegas or something. Yeah, Mr. Vegas is a better name for him. Okay. It, it's now, it's not TC anymore. It can't yeah. be. T- Tyler from TC Screen Printing, a uh, mm-hmm. really good friend of ours, um, really hooked us up in Vegas. So uh, thank you. The guy knows. Him. He knows. Like he knows so much, everything. right? He, like yeah. So we went one time, he was like, hey, meet me here. And we went into a room where it was like nobody there (laughs) like not a single person in that room just pure darkness and tyler was in the corner like this on on molly just staring at us in the corner yeah mr vegas (laughs) no but nobody's in that room and then we there's a door that's kind of disguised in this you go you leave this modern contemporary nobody in it and you walk in a ski lodge with fire a fireplace and snow in the background on video or whatever. And we all did uh, Jameson shots. That's your fault. That's your yeah, fault. That was me. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, but yeah, and the ski lodge is like, well, it was just a ski lodge. And there were about 30 people in in there, maybe 40 or something. And right. and that's and nobody else knew. Like, there's no windows. You don't know it's there. Yeah. 
that's TC right there. And then afterwards it was like, Hey, we're, you know, last call we're closing, we're kicking everybody out of ski lodge. And we're like, okay, okay, cool. And then TC's like, follow me. And he takes us to consume the best slice of pizza. Yeah. Probably in my life. Like it, it's up there. Not you, you agree? It was good. Yeah. I know you're in New York and your pizza is fucking fabulous, but <laughs> <laughs> this was, uh, this was New York style. It right? was. I That's mean, what I mean. It, it just good. tasted like New York pizza. <laughs> it was good pizza. It was good. Though. Um, and we stood there. Well, you can't sit in there anyway. You stand and eat it mm. with a bunch of other, you know, people on weirdos influenced influence. In yeah. We were all under the influence. <laughs> yeah. That's um, probably why the pizza tasted so good. But it was a good time. I had never been to that show. Um, yeah. You haven't either, nope. right? Nope. I have not. No. No. Because I was disgusted with Vegas the first time. And then uh, Tyler was just like, yeah, you, you're not doing Vegas right. And I was like, all right. All right. And he was like, dude, we're going. You're going. I'm going to book all the reservations and all the things mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And he did. And it was amazing. Him and Allison, both uh, amazing guests. Right. Hosts. I mean. Um, and you had, I have to, I have to mention this because everybody knows your love of meat. You had a $139 steak. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was 139. I, I yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And was it, it was worth delicious. Yeah, it was worth every penny. Every penny. Mm -hmm. I got to mm -hmm. share it with you and Jojo. I had a bite. Mm -hmm. I say share. It was one one tiny bite out of a whole thing. <laughs> it was delicious. That that restaurant was amazing. Yeah, there was a lot of food that week. Was it a week or a weekend? It was a week, right? That week that like I've never eaten before. You know, I was just like eating things like. We went to a dumpling restaurant and they were just like, oh, this is this and this and this. I was like, as long as it doesn't have seafood in it, I'll eat it. Right. So it was amazing. Like everywhere we went was good. And we went to uh, Best Friend. That was really good. I too. didn't go to that. I didn't no. get to go to that. You skipped out. Best Friend was super good. Uh, everything there was phenomenal. This um, was a good, it was a good time. And then we saw, David, we saw David Copperfield. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And so we should say just a little teeny bit about David Copperfield. Okay. Mm -hmm. First half, pretty cool. You know, like, hey, this is this is pretty cool. I honestly don't remember much of it. Well, you'll remember when I mentioned this. As soon as he brought out that fucking alien. Oh, the spaceship? Doll, like, <laughs> both. This, <laughs> I was I like, about the I lean all. over, I lean over to Joey and I go, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you know, because he had this little, little. Yeah alien doll that he talked to for about a half hour <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that yeah we got kind of cheesy <laughs> otherwise like the first half it, he had me like i was like this guy's doing magic <laughs> you know? it was part of the show though it's like an experience no it was... nah <laughs> nope it was so I recommend like if you ever go to see to Vegas and you go see David Copperfield, just walk out at about midpoint, like an intermission. <laughs> no. Part. Yeah. The spaceship was cool, though. You would miss that. The very, very end. The very, very end. The spaceship was pretty cool. But the alien, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Dill, it all starts with a screen. And whether it's new stretches or restretches, Frank and his team do it the best. By far. To find out more, go to graphicscreenfashion.com, F F F F F rank.com or greatfuckingscreens.com. And I'm really excited to see him tomorrow. Me too. Is it tomorrow already? Oh my God. Just, yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. We have reservations I, with Frank for steak at eight o'clock. Cleaning screens is no fun. Mm -hmm. But EasyWay makes it funner. Their line of eco-friendly chemicals will make reclaiming screens a whole lot easier. Check them sure. out at EasyWay.com. EasyWay. It's the easiest way. Heck yes. Hell yeah. Could your shop use a little help from a friend? Then you need to go to 1900hotstuff.com and get in, get in touch with Nick or Lucas. Nick or Lucas. 
and they will take care of all of your needs in the art department. I thought it was champagne room. And yeah, definitely in a champagne room. I got to give a shout out to Lucas because he fucking helped me out hardcore. How? I went to the PPAI show and never registered. I just never signed up for the show at all. I just fucking literally got on a plane, flew to Vegas, ate food and decided I was going to a show. And then I went and I never registered. So I called up Lucas and was like, hey, uh, can I be part of Graphic Source? So he came over and waited in the long line at registration for me. And at first he he waited in line, was like, here, go enjoy the show. Gave me his fucking name tag. So I was Lucas for the first That's couple awesome. hours. And then he got me a Dylan pass for a graphic source. So let's cheers. Let's cheers him. Yeah. Cheers to Lucas, awesome. man. Thank cheers. you, bud. Hell yeah. Coming through for your boys. We we ran into him afterwards at like midnight on a bridge. Yeah. And he was true. like, we did. he's like, guys, I got tickets to the Seahawks game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just. He was elated. Yeah. He was pretty stoked. Yeah, he was. And I think they lost, though. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he had sweet seats. He was there, and he got to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Choosing the right emulsion for your shop is complicated, and that's why we love Chromaline. Go to Chromaline.com to watch Kev's vids. Kev's vids. And learn Kev's all is. about the screen room. Yes. Okay? Love you, Kev. We'll see him, I'm assuming, in the next couple of days. Yeah. By the way, we're recording this one day before Before Long Beach. Long Beach, yes. Mm -hmm. And you were were, in New York. We were supposed to record in Vegas, but we decided it would be best to have this this environment and this ambiance instead of rushing it at the show. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, bud, who are we talking to today? Today, we are talking with Ellen Tucker, and she is Vice President of Revenue and Expositions for PPAI. And why are we Wallace. talking to her? Because, well, like you said earlier, me and you were both first-time guests at the PPAI show, and we don't really do a lot of promo, and hmm. we kind of want to get into it a little bit. I do. So we wanted to talk to somebody there that knows all about it and be like, hey, this is what you should do. This is how you get into it. This is why it's important. Um, so that's why we're doing this. We're recording. I hit the button. Oh, we never checked. We never <laughs> checked either. All right. Hey, there she is. Hi, how are y'all? Good. How are you? Good. I almost just tried to pull off a y'all and it would have been embarrassing. So I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we, I did it a few times when we were in the stockyards. We've been to, I think we told you, I can't remember. We were in Fort Worth three times last year. Okay. Which is pretty close to where you are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just the other side of the Metroplex, but. How's it going? Are you well? Because you said this week would be good for you because it's like rest period. Yeah, I think that um, certain people on staff, maybe our president and CEO forgot that this is a rest week and decided to start hammering <laughs> meetings and pushing Perfect. things forward. And yeah, so. So you're good. You don't yes. get rest then. No, rest is a thing of the past. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you, cut, you come off a big show, um, the biggest show of the year, and it was a success. And so you get back and what do you do? You will start working on it for next year. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, so I like it. how are y'all? Y'all are getting ready for uh, ISS Long Beach? Yep. Tomorrow morning. I leave my house at 3 a.m. Well, that's early. Yeah. I like the early flights. I am actually there now. Not here. Oh. This is this is me normally <laughs> right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm in Laguna, which is just like 30 minutes south. OK. And so we're driving there tomorrow and checking in. Awesome. That's great. And Dylan, remind me where you're based out of. New York. Okay. Yeah. So I'm leaving the cold tundra. And it's uh, apparently it's supposed to be like a big snowstorm on Sunday when I'm supposed to come back. So I might push it to Monday. Ooh. So we'll see how it goes. 
cool. You can hang out with me. You can, you know, yeah. cuddle up. Yeah, we can <laughs> I'm down with that. Um, so our big thing was that me and Andy own pretty good sized print shops. Um, and we've done screen printing for years and years and years at this point. Um, but we've never really offered promo products. Um, I've thought about getting into it for years. Um, I don't really have a lot of clientele that I thought would need pro promo products or really asked for it, but it also could be because we don't offer it. So they don't, they know right. not to ask, you know what I mean? Um, but I've recently landed a couple big corporate clients where we're finding out that like, yeah, they have a ton of screen printing and they want like a lot of work, but like 50% of what they want is promo products. So they come to us and they're like, Hey, can we have this? And we need this and we need pens and we need, uh, you know, like I can show you, well, it's like a, you know, sticky notepad with their logo on it, like all this other stuff. And I'm like, uh, I don't really offer that. And they're like, well, the other place we used to get stuff from would do like a whole package thing. And I was like, oh shit, well, I guess we need to figure this out. So, um, Long story short, I was like, well, I guess I'll go to PPAI this year and see what I can do. And I have friends that were there and, you know, we hung out and they sh showed me around and kind of showed me the ropes. But I was hoping to get info from you as to there's a lot of shops like us that listen to this show that are going to be like, hey, I'm in the same boat. How do I get into it? What should I do? What's what are good places to go to? How do we figure all this shit out? So can you dive into that a little bit and kind of well, I guess what you do for PPAI first and then dive into that a little bit, I guess, if you can. Yeah, of course. So I'll start with what I do for PPAI. So I'm our vice president of revenue and exposition. So um, I head up kind of our membership and our business development team who um, bring in the revenue for the association. And then as a part of that, I also handle the operational aspects of our large trade show, which we just wrapped up last week. So, um, Lots of hats, an amazing team that supports me in all of those areas. So, um, and lots of resources on staff to help people, um, whether they've been doing promotional products for decades or whether they're just getting into it, like you were saying, Dylan. So yeah. I think um, from the aspect of, you know, we've exhibited at ISS before, um, where I know that a lot of screen printers and um, people that aren't yet in the promotional products industry go um, for the same reason that promotional product professionals come to the PPA Expo. Um, and one of the reasons that we're there is that there is a really easy transition into adding promotional products. Um, I say easy, that's probably not the right word, but there's a natural progression to add promotional products to your business because so many of the customers that you're talking to probably aren't talking to you about their promotional product spend because right. they're already talking to somebody else or they just don't know you, you do that. But it's a way that you can grow your business and the model's not too different, right? Um, and as you get to learn it, and obviously PPAI has lots of resources from an education standpoint, both for beginners and for people that have been in the industry for a long time. Um, but there's a lot of other resources out there in the industry as well. And one of our jobs as the association is to help educate people that are entering the industry as well as those that have been in a long time so that promotional products stay elevated. Um, and you don't have people coming in and helping corporate clients and making it a difficult process for them or putting the wrong product in their hand. One of the things that I think is so important with promotional products is the intentionality behind what you guide your customers to use. Um, because what you want is for that to make a lasting impression in the end user hand that they're giving it to. And with the wrong promotional product, that's not going to be the case. And so it's about figuring out what their values and what their needs are and then making that connection. Right. Well, I'm going to sound kind of ignorant to this because like I said, it's not my world and I know there's a lot into it. It's complicated. Um, but I've always heard terms thrown around all the time of like, oh, you have to go to ASI or you have to go to Sage or you have to whatever. So how does that work? Is it more just like you, you're signing up for, you're paying a membership basically for a number to get a curated catalog of vendors? Is that, is that correct? So, yeah. So one of the big things for our industry, the promotional products industry is that things stay within the supply chain. So what you do on the screen printing side, we call a distributor on our side. And one of the important things for us is that the supply chain goes from what we call a supplier. So the manufacturer decorator 
decorator of a product. Um, and when it comes to apparel, sometimes the decorating is done by a distributor or screen printer like you versus the supplier. Um, but that it goes from a supplier to a distributor to the buyer and then to the end user um, so that suppliers aren't selling direct to um, the end buyers. And so having that number that you're referencing, whether it's a PPAI ID, a SAGE ID, or an ASI ID, um, allows the supplier to know that you're in the industry and that you're not a buyer. Um, right. So that's really the purpose behind that. When you start talking about what the membership gets you. So if you were to become a member of PPAI, you automatically get a license to Sage, um, which has a search engine tool so that when you're looking up for a variety of products, that you can search for those products within the industry, figure out which suppliers you should be calling, and then place those orders. One day, not far in the future, we're hoping to be able to place those orders through tools like Sage um, and be able to make that a seamless process. We're in that transition of that digital transformation to get there. Um, we're not quite there as an industry yet, but that is something that we're hoping to have in the future. Ellen, what, why is it important for the supplier to know that, like, for example, I'm in the industry and not the end user? Is it, um, I have a few ideas, but can you, can you tell us why that's important? Yeah. So it's the way that it's so when you talk to a supplier and I always so I grew up with a mother who is a mortgage broker. Right. And when people came to her, one of the benefits that she was able to give them was the research and tools of knowing what products were at a variety of banks and then make, give them the fit that's best for them. So from an end buyer perspective, the benefit of going through a distributor is that they're going to be able to have a resource tool of a ton of suppliers that they can go to and be able to be the experts in which products and when to go to which supplier over another supplier um, and that type of thing. From a supplier perspective, they don't want to be the sales force to the end buyers, right? They want to be that person that's an expert in their products and that they're teaching a sales force that's going to pass along that information. Um, so that's really the purpose behind it. Um, it's kind of how we've existed for a really long time. Um, but there's more and more distributors that are once they know that their end buyer is really interested in a supplier's product um, and that that's the right way to guide their client, that they're inviting that supplier into that conversation now with the distributor there. So that as you're talking about some of the more specifics, especially when you go into um, something that is green or environmentally friendly, that the distributor is not going to be able to speak to the specifics around that as much as the supplier is. And so that combined effort of the detail for that specific product or that specific supplier and what their processes are, are able to still get communicated, but within the overall knowledge that the distributor brings to the end buyer. Now, Andy, I'm gonna steal one of your questions because I, I feel like I need to ask this before I ask some of the other things. Um, why should someone like me or Andy get into promo products? I mean, I know like we might have one or two customers where they're like, oh, they could really benefit from this. But in general, is there a way, an easy way to just be like, okay, now I offer this without like opening the floodgates to like every tiny little option that's available? So I think it's really on how you want to build out your business most of your clients are buying promotional products. If they're not doing it through you, they're doing it through a distributor who's already in the industry. The risk to you as a business is that if they're working with a distributor, those distributors also offer apparel. Um, right. And they may not offer the screen printing, and I'm sure they don't offer the expertise necessarily that you bring to your, that side of the business for yourself. Um, but it is a way to secure and gain a deeper relationship with your buyers. Right. Um, I agree with that. So now there are pieces of it that get complicated and there are um, intricacies that you have to learn. But if you're looking to expand your business, if you're looking to grow your bottom line, if you're looking to gain that fuller, more well-rounded relationship with your buyer, then this is a great option for you. That isn't what everybody wants and that's okay too. Dylan, I, I, go ahead. I, kind of, I kind of thought of it like this. Um, for us anyway, I don't, I like focusing on t-shirts. You know what I mean? Like that, I want to be yeah, all in on t-shirts. And so to all of a sudden offer promo products, I don't want to, I don't want that to be a distraction. And so for us, kind of like what you asked a minute ago, I thought we would come in like soft, you know, just a few things to offer a few things and also just <laughs> offer a, 
like a good, better, best, honestly, yeah. because well, that was a big discussion that me and you and TC and a bunch of other people had was the, like you said, the good, better, best is just like offer 10 really good products. Hmm. Is that, is that what you're yeah, thinking? Um, like, I'm thinking, okay. So if you, even if you have 10 different products, each of those 10 have three different things, because when I was at the show and I was on the floor, there were like 10,000 things, you know, there was Right. 10,000 different kinds of coffee mugs. And that's just, that's too much, you know, like how can I wrap my head around that? And so I would rather just have for our customers anyway, three options, you know what I'm saying? Right. If that makes sense. And that's sort of what you do and what I do with t-shirts anyway. Like we have, we don't show them the whole SNS catalog or the broader catalog. You know what I mean? We just, right. we try not to. <laughs> we narrow it down to like our personal favorites and like what yeah. printability and everything else. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's the thing that we were talking about was like the good, better, best of like, <clears throat> let's find some of the products that we really like that we know 99% of our customers are going to want like the drinkware and the, mm. you know, the pens and the whatever else, like the stuff that's popular and that's ordered all the time. And then if you get that random customer who's like, Oh, I want a, a teddy bear holding a whatever it's like, okay, let's figure that out and go deep into this network and get a supplier. But that was not to knock the show at all but like as a first time goer in my mind i had no idea what to expect really um my thinking before i walked into the show was like okay there's going to be you know whatever it is like a you know a couple hundred vendors and it's going to be like one booth is going to be a guy who makes like engraved zippo lighters and the next booth is going to be a guy who makes golf balls and the next it i thought it was going to be, be like booth after booth of like specific types of items you know like one guy who does nothing but drinkware but can you explain this to me a little bit like the, it, it was kind of confusing to me because it was like it was like that for like two booths and then the next booth was a company who's like we offer everything <laughs> and then it was like you know what i mean it was just like every other booth was a company who was like yeah we, we can offer every product and it was just like well what is this isn't this what this whole thing is in general is it like companies that offer everything under the sun too so like why is it not sp specific i guess to be like this vendor does this specific item so we do have companies that do it both ways and approach the marketplace in both ways so you've got some larger companies who have over time kind of um, acquired other companies that have specialty in drinkware or acquired companies that have specialty in writing instruments. And they've added that all underneath their umbrella. And then you have some companies that are still just specializing in one category and really right. diving into that category. I think what a lot of our distributors end up doing is figuring out some preferred suppliers that they have that they love working with. And that's who they tried and true go back to unless they get that really unique question. And then they go digging. Um, there's a lot of, one of the great things about in-person shows is the networking, right? And being able to build those relationships. I think one of the things that I have, I've been with PPAI for almost nine years. Um, and before that, I worked on behalf of a company that worked on behalf of trade associations. So I got to go to a lot of different industries, um, events, and I've never seen an industry that's more willing to share amongst their competitors. So distributors sharing with distributors um, and really wanting to elevate the industry and make it a good experience for the environment. That doesn't mean there's not competition, right? Like in your backyard, there's going to be competition. But as you make that network of distributors and peers that are doing similar things to you, being able to reach out to them for those unique items after you have your preferred group of suppliers that right. you work with, um, I think is a really good approach that a lot of our distributors take. Um, but one of the great things about the show is getting to see those companies that are new to the industry or those companies that really have that unique specialty um, yeah. and getting to dive into their booths and getting to see what they do. Cause like I said, for me personally being my first time and have it being super overwhelming, like walking into that, like, honestly, I was taking photos on my phone of like, okay, I kind of want to reach out to this place or I want to, I want to research this a little bit more. And it was almost always the specific vendor. It was never like the, like, I didn't even walk into a booth that was like, I have a ton of everything because to me, it was just like, well, you don't, it seems like you don't specialize in anything. It seems like you just are like, we have every product. Well, Dylan, um, trust me, you were scanned 
Uh, several times, I'm sure. <laughs> Lucas be, was scanned well, several times, <laughs> and you will be you will be contacted by other people. But that's that, the same thing goes at like Long Beach. You know, you have your badge, and then you get scanned. I, right. But Dylan was saying that he was wearing somebody else's uh, badge, right? I think is what <laughs> yeah, what it was. I was. So, so. Yeah. yeah, I would I would say that I think that I wouldn't disregard the companies that do it all because they have a different benefit to them. Um, and they do, they have expertise in those areas of which they carry, um, some of them more than others. Um, but they also are able to leverage their, they have more options from a warehousing and they have more options from expediting an order when somebody comes to you last minute. Um, so there's a benefit to having relationships with both of those types of suppliers, both the ones that have the variety of products that are large and the ones that have really found a niche market for themselves. All right. So walk me through this a little bit. Like I said, for the people who don't know, and I don't know, so you're walking me through it as well. Um, so say I'm like, okay, hell yeah, let's do it. I want to sell promotional products. So tomorrow, what do I do? Do I sign up for a stage account? Ideally? Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously biased that I would sign up for a PPAI account on the distributor. Okay, so side. that's what I'm confused on because I thought Sage was part of PPAI. So we are two different companies, but they are technology partner. So by signing okay. up for a PPAI membership or on the distributor on the distributor side, signing up for a PPAI membership or a Sage license, you automatically get both. Um, there are other search tools in the industry. I think Sage is the best. That's why PPAI partnered with them. Um, right. And I would sign up for that. But by doing it that way, you get access to also all of PPI's educational tools, um, our webinars. We have a lot of intro to the industry information as well on our site. Um, and I would start there. I'd also suggest, and there's a variety of them, just like there are in every industry. So whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook, there's a lot of groups out there that you can start throwing out questions to and start developing a network from that perspective as well. Um, obviously, in any of those groups, you get a little bit of the drama too, right? There's never a the worst. want for drama on <laughs> Facebook or <laughs> elsewhere, but there's they are really useful for using as a resource and um, getting some insight to what other people are talking about, trends that other people are seeing. Um, and if you mm -hmm. sign up for PBI or Sage and you get the alternative, there's a lot of um, we send out newsletters with information, both industry news as well as like sales tips and stuff like that. So. So. So, OK, I go I get a PPAI account and then it gives me the ability to search stuff on Sage. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, how do I know? Do you guys have like a rating system for like good, better, best vendors? So I know like if I, okay, the first thing I want to look into is drinkware and I go there and I search drinkware and there's a billion options. Is there a way to be like, hey, this is like our preferred vendor. They're going to do a good job. And I don't get stuck with someone on the bottom of the list who's like just started doing drinkware in their garage. Like how, how so does that in work? This in the Sage tool, there is a rating system. So they have like A plus suppliers and items like that. So um, you can find that within and sort by that within the Sage tool. I don't remember what all of their rankings are, um, less of my area of familiarity, um, but they do have rankings. And um, I wanna say it's A plus suppliers is what their top tier is. And you can search by that. You can also search within there by a variety of other things. So made in USA, or I believe they just rolled out uh, some of like the DEI type of searches that you're going to want to do, um, depending on what your customers want. Okay. You so know, that makes sense. And that's helpful. You know, one thing I discovered, and it was only because I went to their happy hour in their booth for a glass of wine. And that is um, one of the easiest ways, I think, to get into this for a screen printer is through Broder Brothers Prime because we already have a Broder account, for example. And what you told me, Dylan, and their booth showed all these different things. Like they have some basics. So I could actually, I I think I already have an account. Not sure yeah. how this works. You know, maybe you don't want to go all in and, and join PPEII quite yet. Um, you want to test the waters and you want to try ordering a few promo products before you open it up. To everything else you can i think you can try broder just with your account is that right is that wrong so do you know i i don't know what um broder's um rules are on that but i would imagine that um ab prime is what we call them in 
mm. our side of the industry, um, Alpha Broda Prime. Um, and that allows... Sounds, I would, sounds like a transformer. <laughs> I, AB not, Prime. <laughs> they should come out with an AB Prime transformer now. You should call them mm. up about that idea. Bet they could make a custom one and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I would not be surprised if they allow that. I don't know mm. that off the top of my head, but there is a lot of, um, on the supplier side of things, a lot of overlap between the two industries. Um, so even if you called up somebody that you're working, whether that's SNS or Broder or one of the other um, hundreds of apparel companies, they have those relationships in our industry. And I'm sure they would be willing to get you in touch with somebody um, and let them know that you're on the screen printing side and that you're looking into getting into it because most of the companies in our industry are going to be willing to work with you because we view that as an extension of our industry. Right. Now, what is the difference? Andy brings up a good point because I have used the prime line thing before I actually ordered our shirt show mugs through there. And it's, pretty much the only thing I've ordered through there. Um, my broder rep was just like, Hey, you know, we have this thing now when prime line first came out and I log in with the same information and I order, what is the difference between me doing something like that where I don't have to have a membership? I don't have to have a whatever, or if I want to order from some random website, like a, you know, I don't want to, there's, there's websites out there that, that a lot of people use that where I can just order whatever I want, promo products kind of it wholesale is that the difference that if i have an account i'm actually getting a way better price than if i went to like a random site like that and ordered mugs or uh glasses or whatever it is i want to do so i would say i think you answered andy's question better than i did it sounds like because you have an account already with um broder through the apparel side yeah. of things that that counts for prime um the benefit is twofold. One is the pricing and the benefits of the pricing model that you can get through having accounts with a variety of companies. The second one is knowing that you're working with a company that does this for a living. So there's a variety of companies out there where, yes, you can go to, um, and I'm not going to say any of their names, but some of those companies said, like, There's there. one like right on the top, like we've sent, we send customers there. We're like, just go there. Like if you want this, go there. Um, right. So there are those options. Um, and some of those um, might be competitors to you where they actually sell apparel as well, customized yeah, apparel. Yeah. Um, so there are distributors that have great websites and um, that you might be sending them to someone who could take your customer from you. Um, yeah. The other side of that is that you're going to somebody who is more of almost like going direct um abroad, right? And working with a company and that has a whole lot of challenges in it and less security in your product actually being delivered in um, on time and in good quality. Right. Now, what, what are some of the costs involved in like a membership and how do you, you see that obviously has like a really good ROI on it? Yeah, so our base membership um, for a distributor is $4.95, I believe, um, which includes your Sage license um, as well as all the access. So $4.95 for the whole year, not per month, um, gives you access to the search engine tool, a whole lot of resources, and you're supporting the association who's doing lobbying and advocating on behalf of the industry. So it seems like you would make that back in one promo job. I, I would imagine so. Um, again, I'm not on that side of the industry, but I know depending on the size of the promo job and um, there's a really good margin for this industry. And so it doesn't take too big of an order to make that back. Yeah, that seems like a good deal. Um, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what we would do, because like I said, I, I, I really want to get into it. And I, I have this customer who really, really wants to do it. It's just like I said to me without like diving in and talking to like if I didn't have the friends that I have in the industry that were there and do this, I would be so overwhelmed because like I said, it's like a million products. You know what I mean? And it's like. And I think to your point earlier, it's about starting. Don't try to learn every product all at once. Right. Um, and leverage your network. You already have that great network. And there's plenty of people that come in that don't have that network who are successful in this industry within a month or two um, without already having the network that you do because you're on the apparel decorating side already. Um, and those contacts that you have on that side of the industry would love to expand your business into the promotional industry as well, because that's only going to help them. 
Ellen, yeah. wasn't there something, and maybe Dylan, I can't remember, we talked about this or somebody brought it up to us, but isn't there something that's like a sample pack with your logo on it? So can't you go to a vendor that, you know, supplies a bunch of different things and then say, hey, I want to order just so I can see what these look like, the end result or the product, what it looks like, order with your like Upstate Merch or Shurkong, order it with yeah. our, our logo on it and then you receive it. And then, you know, like, okay, well, this is legit and I'm going to order through them. You know what I mean? Is there or like stuff that? that we would want to add to our showroom so that all our customers could see it and then. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So a lot of suppliers are willing to do um, special deals on if you want to do self promo. So if you wanted to send out to, let's say, all of your current apparel com um, customers and send to them like a drinkware piece and you want to say, hey, we've now expanded into promotional products. Here's a gift on behalf of us. A lot of suppliers are willing to do a self-promo price that's like better than what you can get for your customers. Um, in addition, a lot, a lot of them are willing to send you samples, whether it's with your logo or um, an extra run of somebody else's um, mm. with their permission and that type of thing. So depending what you're looking to use it for, but again, and every supplier is different and all of them have different rules on what they're willing to do and the pricing that they're willing to do. But that's something that we do a lot within this industry and most suppliers are willing to work with you on. So building on top of that and you being into this, like, you know, for a very long time, what do you think the top, like, you know, you don't have to do top 10, but like, what are the <laughs> top products that you see people order for promo products? Like I said, I know it's like drinkware is like number one or in there. So, so what apparel has long-term been our number one, um, which is great news for y'all because you're very familiar with apparel. And I think that 30% of promotional products um, fall within that apparel category or somewhere around that. I haven't looked at the most recent study. Um, drinkware, bags, writing instruments. Um, during the pandemic, there was a lot of health stuff, hand sanitizer, um, those types Let's of things. Let's skip that. So, we don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Right, now. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't want to deal with face Take masks that off again. The list. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so we, um, there's, those would be the top ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but one of the things that Sage does every month is they kind of look at what the trend is and you'll get by signing up as a member, you would start getting the what is trending in the promotional products industry okay, yeah. and the top 10 list. And they do that based on what's being searched within their tool and use that data. So so we're getting that as like a like an email newsletter. Yep. As soon as you become a member of um, PPAI and have that Sage license, that's something you'll start getting from Sage. Okay, I cool. thought yeah. for sure you were going to say puppies because when we were there, that's what we searched for for like an hour or two at the end of the day is I heard that they were printing on puppies or something like that. You get your logo on a puppy. <laughs> no? I don't know that they were printing on the puppies, but we they did had have hot some... iron brands. They were branding your logo <laughs> on the puppies, I think. But I will say there's a mm. lot of pet pet products out there. So, I mean, mm. one of the things we had in our pet puppy pop-up, that's a hard <laughs> thing to say, um, was like the puppy bandanas. Like we were showing those off and um, we had a company that was sponsoring that. And um, there's a lot of interesting products in the promotional products industry and some really great ones that, you know, you don't think about being in this industry until you see them on the show floor. All right. You can be completely honest with us. You know, I'm sure Cody, I know you're supposed to be a professional right now, but like, what are some of the weirdest things that you see are offered? Oh, weird. I saw some weird things and I was like, there has to be some link. So give me an example of what you consider weird. I think that's all. I want to know. You don't want to know what I think is weird. I have a yes. very low bar. <laughs> I think I don't. Sometimes I'm just surprised at what some people use in life right um and that we happen to have that in the industry so i don't i don't know that there's one product um I... and that's a really good way for me to get myself in trouble if i picked out one weird item yeah. what i love about our industry is that we're innovative and we always have a solution for what you're being asked for right and there's some weird people out there. So they ask for weird things. You took the safest route possible around that question, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I was smart, Ellen. Good job. Yeah, you were good. We were testing you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I wish you failed, but you, uh, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so I, I did have some questions. We had some list, a few listener questions. And the, the one thing was the puppy thing. What was the deal with the puppies? Was that... I heard from some people that it was like you can go sit with them and just have puppies to hang out with because it's so overwhelming there. Or was it specifically to show off like pet stuff? So I'm going to say back in 
I'm going to make up a year here, but I think it was in 2018, we decided to start doing some more experiential things on the show floor. And that year, one of the pop-ups that we had, and some of it was to drive traffic to a certain area of the floor and some things like that, um, was puppies. And every year we have the conversation of, can we get away from the puppies? Cause we want to do something different. And every year it's like, nope, our members will like, there's riot no way. if we do, there's not no way puppies. in hell. All I heard from everybody I ran into is where are the puppies? Yeah. So <laughs> we did have, um, pre pandemic, we used to have, um, some other food items. So like bacon on the floor, um, some that slab ice cream stuff. So we do try to do different things. So this year we also did a latte where it was like that custom artwork in a latte and they did that in front of you. Um, but we've also expanded that to where we've started integrating promotional products into it, which makes sense, right? So when we started this back in 2018, it was really, you came and saw puppies and you get to sit on the floor with them. You get to hold them, you get to cuddle them. People love puppies. Um, but we've started now, like I said, with the bandanas um, and being able to show how you can integrate that. Because one of the marketplaces that uses promotional products a lot is trade shows. So for companies to be able to take back to the trade shows that they're exhibiting at and saying, hey, if you do a puppy pop-up, we'd love to sponsor that and show like our industry on display with that. We want to be giving that type of um, example of how we integrate promotional products into everything we do at the trade show. Now, one thing that I was curious about with my own personal travel, because like I said, I'm coming from New York and stuff, and I, I guess it was this way before, is that you guys were almost back-to-back -back with ISS, and this year it was like a week in between. Is that going back to being closer together so I can just go from Vegas to L.A. instead so I of coming don't back for ISS four days? Is I don't know ISS's dates for next year, um, but I know that we have we alternate. So ours is heavily tied to when CES is as well, just because of when we can have the space that we need in Vegas. Um, I believe for the next three years that we're almost a week later. So this is the week we'll be in Vegas next year. So assuming that ISS is in their same um, pattern as they are for this year, then yeah, we'll be back to back with ISS again, which will work really well for you. Yeah, because I could just go road trip it and with mm -hmm. Andy, obviously. Uh, down to the, the other show. Now you said that you're involved. Are you guys, do you have a booth or you're involved with the ISS show? Um, I don't know if we have a booth this year, um, but we have in the past had a booth. We do try to have a presence at ISS pretty regularly. Um, we're working like so many people. We've had some staffing turnover during from pre-pandemic of we had to downsize from a company perspective and we're rebuilding that up. So I'm not sure we quite got to the point that we have the staff to be at um, ISS Long Beach this show, um, but we do typically do quite a few of their shows throughout the year. Okay. Basically to have conversations just like this with attendees of why it really is beneficial to add promotional products um, and to answer questions and to make connections and things like that. Right. I, I mean, that's the thing. To, uh... Like Me and Andy are both in, both in like, you know, like 15 years into the screen printing industry or more and we're just now being like oh yeah we should probably do promo products i mean there's a lot why. more that that do it before but go ahead right i was gonna say but here's why and uh, for me personally and why i think it's important now um if i'm going to offer this that i do it a certain way is because in the past i was hyper focused on growing our t-shirt shop you know and and yep. that took everything for me and I didn't want any distractions and you know we did koozies and things like that and we've have offered water bottles and a few other things in the past but then what happened it, it seemed always is that the person that handled that all of a sudden they're not there anymore they move out of town or whatever it is and it's like hey so-and-so had the the connection and where, where do we even get the koozies from and and how much were they and how do we price it and what size artwork and all these things I think that if we decide to do this that we need a dedicated person and then we need to take really good notes so that we have like this binder of, you know, here is how we order this. Right. Item. This is the vendor we really <clears throat> liked for this product. Yeah. And, and, so. and have a person that, because that's what you said earlier, Ellen, is that that's what the, I think it was the distributor's job is, is to be an expert, like to know what they're selling, you know, instead of just, I think this, I think this water bottle would be good for you customer, you know, and then it comes and then it's not, you know, like the logo is really tiny on it or something. Um, and so how, I think that's what's, really the, the key as far as us offering it and being successful doing it is that we have somebody that understands it and knows it and then can talk to the customer like a pro, you know? Yeah. Now to go off of Andy's comment with having someone dedicated, 
what other things are there that uh, PPAI or other vendors offer that helps us get into it with our own customers? You know, we have our own list. Like you said, we could order from somebody, sample packs, put our logo on it. But is there anything else where we can just now hit the ground running and be like, hey, we're now offering promo products. We send out email blast. You guys have some kind of materials or something where we can just be like, hey, this is what we can do. So I think um, we have resources such as webinars and things like that. And I think that where the association could probably do a better job is creating a how to one, two, three for people that are just entering the industry. Um, and especially those that are coming from the screen printer. We have webinars and education and tools like that. But from a, this is a great way to introduce this to your customers and templates from that perspective. I'm not sure that we actually have that. So I think that's a really great idea that I can take back to the association um, and have us develop out and to help companies just like yours. Yeah, I think that, you know, going to the show, I saw, you know, we go to ISS and it's crazy. It's like a reunion every year of like, thousands of printers that you see all the time and you're like holy shit i haven't seen you since last year let's go do this or whatever and it's like going to the asi show from a screen printing side i saw maybe five other printers that like i wasn't already going with there right. you know what i mean so it's kind of like most of, not to pigeonhole or river but most of the people that i saw there seemed to be people who are just like all they sell is promo products not necessarily printers who sell promo products you know what I mean? They were just like a middleman ah. shop that just is like, we offer everything, come to us. On the attendee side, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think you'll find a mix. And I think, you know, it can be overwhelming because there was 10,000 people walking the aisles and it's oh, yeah, yeah. hard to see that. And I think also one of the things we can do next year at the show maybe is have ISS come and sponsor a meetup for companies that are in that same space and started on the screen printing side, because I think, both for the companies that are just starting out, um, but also those companies that are um, have done it successfully and made that transition, that would be a really good network for people to be able to connect with and be able to learn from the people that have been through those same things right. that they're going through. Well, that's pretty much what I did. I just surrounded myself with people that, you know, have done this all the time. Like, like Matt and Tyler were there basically with me walking around and Matt was like, Oh, I use this vendor all the time. They're like our favorite, whatever. And Tyler, same thing. And they go to like scout new people. They're like, what's new products, what's new things right. we can offer or whatever. And it was funny watching them. They're like, Oh, this other material that I got over here, like super nerding out on like, Oh, I did this glass, but these people are doing this a specific way. And it's just like, I'm nowhere near that yet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't want to be like, and to Andy's point, like, yeah, for years and years, we just wanted to be really good screen, screen printers and we really wanted to hone in on that stuff. And I feel like the progression of a screen printer is like, I'll try to get anybody and everybody I can to order from us to print T-shirts. And then it's like you get a niche market and you're like, OK, I've printed for eight years for this specific thing, like sports teams or for me, you know, like the movies and comic book thing or whatever. And then eventually you you build up until you get to like the big leagues of customers where they're like yeah of course we want promo products you know what i mean like we don't just want t-shirts for this event we want a whole package of things for our company's trade shows or our company's whatever and that's kind of where i'm at now is these massive corporations that are just like yeah i want to order apparel and all that but i also want to order you know 10,000 notepads and Right. Whatever else. And I'm like, fuck, like, I really want this business, but I have to figure promo out now. now. Right. Um, so and I'm really saying, wanna... like, I want to come to you and be like, like, sensei, teach me how to, like, introduce this to my thing. You know what I mean? Agree. And I think that's an area that we should continue to develop out. And obviously, there's the learning how the back end of things work and how we can help you to be that for your customers. So, okay. I suppose Is there anything. Could... I was going to say, I suppose you could hire somebody on your team like that is from, no, or I was going to say from the industry. So let's say, and they could be even now, they could probably even be remote. So somebody could be in wherever in the world and they could be your promo products pro, promo PPP. <laughs> and uh, you guys can use that if you want, but um <laughs> You know, they could they could be that person and maybe they're not even full time. You know, they're working on commission yeah. or something like that. And then they're your like your go to person, maybe. Yeah. Well, we had the discussion in in back episodes about getting a like a VA. And um, yeah. 
I had talked about that for certain projects here that just be like, Hey, I, I got too much shit going on. I don't want to hire an employee. I just want to have a virtual assistant where I can be like, Hey, look into this for me, get me this data and whatever. And that was something when I started talking about promo products, I was like, is there not just like a freelancer who like, that's all they do is like order promo products for people. Cause if there was a person that just like literally sits at their desk all day and I'm like, Hey, I've got this customer who wants this specific item mm. and they want this branded. And I'm just like, go find it for me. And then when I'm ready, they come back to me with all the customer facing pricing that all I got to do is send to the customer, get it back. And they're like, you're going to make this much money on this deal. I'm like, cool. And then that's it. Like, I just want that person. I want to be like anything I want for this specific customer. You find it for me. I pay you and it's all done and over with. Does that exist? So I, I know on the um, administrative side of things that there are companies in our industry um, who have virtual assistants and people that will process the orders from you from the creative side of kind of diving into how to create that. Um, I, I'm sure it exists. I don't know if it exists at a company or just kind of going out there and finding someone who's willing to do that um, part-time for you while also doing it part-time for somebody else. So um, I'd have to dive in more on the companies that offer the virtual assistant, if they also offer something along those lines, but there are companies that offer virtual assistants that specialize in the, um, promotional products industry. Yeah, that's what I want is someone who is already knowledgeable about promo products. I don't want to hire someone and be like, hey, can you look into this for me? Because that's the same shit we're doing here. Like we're trying to look into it. Like I want somebody who I'm like, hey, here's this very specific product. And this customer is picky. Like I could show you right now, but there's this customer I've got right now that wants like a palette notepad, but it has to be a specific palette, not like just any palette that normally they would come on. And now I'm like diving deep and Christina's helping me like try to like figure this out. She's very knowledgeable on it, but it's like, we've had the discussion of like, you know, who, like if I could just send this to somebody to figure this shit out for me. Cause right now I have a customer who's ready to place an order now. You know what I mean? They're emailing me like, Hey, we want these notepads. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm figuring it out for you. But it's like, do I wait two months for me to get all figured out? Or do I just be like, Hey, I need someone to figure this out for me right now. Order a bunch of stuff from Uline and then you get free ones, you know. <laughs> and like I just put free... stickers of their logo on the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What, was, what was I going to say? Um, 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 oh, what we've done and maybe other shops have done this too. And maybe this is a good way to get into it is that we have, we contract print for a, a PPAI company um, that is, there's a promo product company and they, you know, so we print their shirts whenever they get an apparel order, they come to us. And in the past, I think somebody requested lanyards once or something. We said, Hey, we have a customer that just needs lanyards and we don't know what we're doing. Can you help? And then, so we went through them, you know what I mean? And they went through, so obviously we paid more because it was like brokered, brokered, you know, many times there's lots of middle men, I guess, but still like, that's a way to do it. <clears throat> yeah. I suppose. Have you ever done that Dylan? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing now. And like Tyler's one of those people where I was like, Hey, I need this product. And he's like, yeah, you can get it from here or whatever. And it's just like, I just don't want to be that annoying guy that was just constantly poking people be like, mm. Hey, figure this shit out for me for free. Cause you're my friend. <laughs> I want to be like, here's yeah, right. answer who's making a certain amount. I think it's the same way as like when you bring on a new employee, right? If you're asking Tyler for advice and he gives you advice and you learn from that advice and you put that in your arsenal and then you grow from that. You're not that annoying guy. Um, same way with a new employee, like it's okay to teach a new employee, but when they ask you the same question 10 times, right. that's at the point in time in which you start questioning whether that's the right employee for you. Um, you're well, not hey, that annoying I, friend until I, that point. I'm an owner who's got a million things on his mind and I can't remember what I ate yesterday. So I'm not gonna, that's my thing is like, I've got a customer who wants to order this stuff now. And that's why I'm like hustling to get into this industry because like, I'm trying to be that guy for them. And the thing with this customer is it's like a bucket list customer for me. Like I've always wanted to have them as a customer. They're somewhat local to me. Like I don't want to mess it up. So that's what I'm saying. Like right now I don't want to drop the ball and I'm like, shit, I got to get like some stuff for them because they came to us a little while ago and this is weird, but like, I mean, it might not be weird to you as in the promo products thing, but they're like, yeah, we want lanyards, but we want them to be thicker than usual. And we want to have the breakaway back. But then we also want like the tag on the front to be this size and this looking because the normal ones we get that we don't like that. And also we want like custom red Adidas shoes with our logo on it for the show. 
And I'm just like, dude, how, like, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. And they're also too like, yeah, we have these custom Lego sets built of our equipment that we sell. And I'm just like, who the fuck, who, who do I go to for custom Legos? So are they asking for it tomorrow? Because otherwise you've got a really good customer. <laughs> no, they're not looking for it tomorrow, but they're just like, I need this figured out by like March or whatever. And now I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like get this figured out. And then they hit us up. Like, where are we at with this? What are we looking at on pricing? Whatever. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to figure out how to get an account. It almost sounds like though, remember what Jeffrey Paul, when he talked about uh, ego customer, yeah. So be careful. Like, I know you said it was a bucket list. It's customer, not an ego but... customer. It's not like we've done a bunch of work for them on the screen printing side. It's just that they want all this. They're they're currently ordering all, almost all their promo from another company right now, the one that they were using before. But they're trying to get away from that and come to us. And it's kind of like, I don't I want to knock it out of the park. I want to be like here, like quickly with turnarounds and quickly with like customer service and like, mm -hmm. hey, here's here's like good options. I don't want to order promo. And they're like, what the hell is this? Like. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Well, maybe like this is one that you could talk to somebody in your network, offer them a consulting fee on this one order as you and learn and then get it done. Yeah. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you feel like is very important with promotional products that people in our area should know about? I think just getting the knowledge and making those connections, um, which we touched on already. So, you know, it is a learning curve, just like when you first got into the screen printing business, um, there was a learning curve there too, but it's some a really great way to grow and expand your business. I agree. Andy, do you want to do some quick takes? I would love to, Dylan. Okay. So for you not knowing, we're going to ask you some random questions that are just for you okay. personally, just for fun. Okay. Um, you want not to take a deep... what the weirdest promotional product is? No, nah, the weirdest. Pro I'm not going to get you in trouble. I promise. Okay, you ready? You take a deep breath. This not, isn't timed or anything, so uh, no rush. Okay. First question: Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. I'm with you. She was all, she was, that was immediate. And Andy, <laughs> Andy writes these quick takes for me and texts them to me. And this one just says pizza tacos or sushi. I know you <laughs> meant like pizza comma tacos or sushi, mm -hmm. but it just says pizza tacos or sushi. So, so yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so mm. it depends where I'm at at the time in Texas. I would say tacos of the three. If I could be anywhere when I was eating them, I would say sushi, but I'm not in Texas. Why, why not? <laughs> I'll let you figure that one out for yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, I wrote this because we were in Vegas. Um, and But I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'll just it. ask it. Yeah. Slots or blackjack? Blackjack. Did you play blackjack when you were there? I did. I did yeah. not make any money. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, my my I, goal is to not lose money, not really to make money, so... Yeah, I say goal. every time I go to Atlantic City or Vegas or whatever that like I'm not going to gamble. I'm not going to gamble, and then I'm always like fifteen hundred in a hole, and I'm like, why did they even bother? <laughs> this is horrible. I'm just terrible at this. I'm with you though. I like uh, I like blackjack because there's a little bit of strategy. You know, it's not pure luck, and yeah. I don't know. It's it's more fun. It's funner, right? That's how we say it. I just feel like it's always rigged because you win a little bit immediately and you're like, hell yeah, let's keep doing this. And then they can bury you. Yeah. yeah. It's just not, it's not worth it. I will say I have one more in Atlantic city than I have one in Vegas. So. Hmm. But nobody really says that about Atlantic city. So we were getting in the elevator and <laughs> some, uh, we started chatting with this couple and they said, you need to go to Orleans or something like that off the strip you know because you have yeah. that's the place where you win the money huh we didn't go but apparently that's <laughs> that's where you go apparently that's where you go <laughs> uh is there anything that you're reading or watching on tv or listening to right now that you're excited about oh gosh what a good question um i'm terrible at remembering the names of any of those things um <laughs> Come on, you got to be binging a show right now. Like what kind of TV I was, are you that's into? what I'm saying. So I Like Andy's super into trash TV, so you're going to Oh. Dude, check uh, this out. Uh, while you're while you're thinking of your answer, check this out. So we went out to dinner maybe 3 nights ago and we ended up sitting next to a couple from The Bachelor. 
Oh, that's and you were like, I've watched your whole season. I know all about what you're doing. <laughs> right? Got selfies with them. <laughs> uh, I will say I just watched the last the latest season of Jack Ryan on um Prime yeah. and really enjoyed that. So nice. Was it yeah. season three? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the newest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched season three yet, so I'm excited to watch it. Was it good? Did it live up to the other two? It did. Okay, cool. All right. Is there anything else? Do you read anything? Do you audiobook? I don't read. I audiobook. So is there um, I don't audiobook. I read. Um, but I haven't read anything in the last month or so because leading up to the show, I don't you have got a lot going on. Time. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So. so is most of your time caught up all year just prepping for the next show? Um, I think it ebbs and flows. So um Definitely the months. So for our team, yeah, we have a lot of effort that goes in year round. And we it started seems like plan- you would need a whole year. Yeah. So we started planning for 2024 in um, October ish of this past year. So it takes about um, 15 months to plan out the show. Um, nice. But I'm lucky that I have a lot of team like my team does a lot of that planning and I get to spend my time kind of in multiple areas of the association. Talking to boneheads like us. That's cool. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Right. Uh, Andy, you got the last one. Yeah, Alan, what's for dinner? Oh, dinner tonight. Um, hopefully Mexican food. Where? What is your favorite Mexican restaurant in that area? So when we go, we know. So I think it depends. My favorite, like on a weeknight like this, is going to be the one just down the street for me. It's a hole in wall place that unless you're like right here, you're not going to go to. Um, there is a Mexican restaurant called Media that has amazing margaritas. Um, but if you let me know what part of town you're staying at, I probably have a Mexican restaurant in that part of town that I would recommend. That's funny you say that because I feel like the last couple of times we were there, that's how people describe the Mexican restaurant. It wasn't like, yeah, they have amazing tacos. They have amazing this. It was always the drinks. They were like, oh, they have the best drinks or they have the best margaritas or whatever. It was like, I don't I just want to know who has the like the best food. Well, it depends. Like, do you want the best taco or do you want the best queso? Do you want the best enchiladas or do you want the best tamales? Like, oh, that's rough. It is like, so depending what you're looking for and what part of town you're in, I would completely change my answer. Okay. Downtown Fort Worth. What would be your answer? <laughs> um, I don't spend a lot of time in downtown mm-hmm. Fort Worth. There is a good place for uh, margaritas and I'm blanking on the place the- we went to. That, uh, was uh, it kind of, did it have a patio and stuff? It was called Chipotle. It was really oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Moe's. It was Moe's, right? <laughs> Taco Bell. I'm pretty sure it was Taco Bell. No. Uh, okay. No. Yeah. When y'all are in Fort Worth, really good margaritas. I will take you out to a good Mexican restaurant in Fort Worth. Hell All right, yeah. deal. Sounds awesome. Let's do it. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and doing this with us. Um, like I said, it it is super important. I feel like it's something that I really need to get into. I know Andy was looking into it a little bit, but there are a lot of you know, people that we hang out with and listen to the show that are kind of in the same boat. So is there something specific or someone specific that we can have them reach out to if they have more questions on this topic? Yeah. Have anyone feel free to reach out to me and I will connect you based on your question to the right person at the association. And part of what we're here to do is to help people navigate this. So um, we would love for people to reach out and um, for us to be able to help with that process. So what's your home phone number for them to reach out to? Um, my cell phone number <laughs> is, no, <laughs> my, my work number is 972-258-3095. And your um, LNT at PPAI.org. Okay, cool. Well, if you heard that, reach out to her. I probably will be because I need to get going on this. So Ellen, I super appreciate it. Uh, thank you for doing thank this with you. us. We'll see you next year. And if it's not at the show, it'll be for margaritas in Fort Worth. Perfect. I look forward to it. Thank you all for having me. (laughs) Thank you. We'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.